Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Tonight we're learning Maseches Chagiga Dav Zayin. We're starting on the very last line of Avamid Beis, and we're in the midst of a conversation about Olas Reia and Shalnei Chagiga. In particular, tonight we're going to be focusing on Olas Reia. And in fact, every morning we make reference to this in the Birchos Torah as follows: Tanan Hasam. The Mishnah writes elsewhere. Where is this Mishnah? This Mishnah is in Maseches Peya. We're all familiar with it. Elu Dvarim Lahem Shiur. The following things don't have a shear, they don't have a measure. That means that they don't have a halachic requirement of something. We don't yet know what that something is. Let's see. Hapeya, leaving the corners for the poor. Behabikurim, bringing the first fruits. Behareayon, that's today's conversation. We'll get back to that. Ugmilus chasadim, doing kind uh, gestures and actions for other people. The Salmut Torah, none of these things have a halachic shear. What does it mean that they don't have a halachic shear? Amar of Yochanan on the top of Zayin and of second line, Kasurin Anu Lomar, we wanted to logically say, it has no upper limit. But we would have had a Havamina based on what we've been learning about whether or not it's either two units of silver or one. We would have thought that there's no upper limit, but there is. It does have a lower limit, a minimal amount of cost before we bring the Olas Re'iya. So it says the Gemara that we were wrong. And he taught us as follows. What did he teach us? Hareayon ain lo shir lo lamala velo lamata. On a Torah level, there is no do rice a shir as, as a minimum or as a maximum for the reayon. Aval chachamim omrim hareaya ma'akesef v'chagiga shtekesef. That really, the Rabbanon, as it relates to the reayon, that at the very least it should be one unit of silver, while the korban chagiga is more and is two units of silver. So that's how the Gemara opens today, discussing what we say every day in the Birchos Torah of Einlam Shiur Apeya v'habikurim v'hareayon. What is the reayon? We don't really know exactly. We know that there's like a loose reference, we've been talking about it. Is it talking about the Olas for Ia, which is a korban? Or is it talking about you have to show your face in the Beis HaMikdash three times a year? So asks the Gemara six, seven lines down, what is this Brisa, this Mishnah actually, what does it mean when it says Re'ayon? That's a Machlokas and will cover much of the, the Amr ahead of us. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, what it means when it says Re'ayon is Re'iyas Ponim Ba'azara. We are obligated to show our face in the Azara of the base Amikdash three times a year. Reish Lakish Amar, it's not your face that they care about, that he cares about. Reish Lakish Amar, Riyaz Panim Bikorban. You have to show up with, uh, with, with an animal. Otherwise, what are you showing up for? So is the Reayon that we're talking about that you have to show up in person? And then when it says that there's no shear, it just means show up and then show your face and then you can leave. Or does it mean, no, you're not allowed to show up without an animal? And that's uh, the machlokas between Rav Yochanan, who says that it's Re'iyas Panim Bazar, or just showing your face. And Reish Lakish, who says it's Re'iyas Panim B'Korban, you can show up, but it has to be with a korban. How would we understand this machlokas? We'd understand it as follows. Be'ikar HaRegel, in the primary part of the holiday, Rashi highlights and halfway down on the page, Be'yom Tov Rishon, on the first day of any of the three holidays, Everyone agrees that when we're talking about Re'iyas Panim on those days, it means that we should show up with a korban with an Olas Re'iya. Ki pligi, where then is the Machlokes of Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish? Says the Gemara, Bisha'ar Yimos HaRegel. Not day one, but all of the subsequent days of the Regal. Kol Hecha Da'asva Aisi, on any day that you show up and you bring a Korban, Everyone agrees that the Kohanim will accept your Korban, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will accept your Korban. That's easy. Says the Gemara, Kipligi, where is the machlokas between Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish? To Asa, where you show up, below Aisei, but you didn't bring anything. If you show up 
um, on the on the not, everything past the first day of the moed. If you show up without an animal, that's a machlok, that's a machlokas. To Rabbi Yochanan, Sava, Rabbi Yochanan's of the opinion that Reias Panim Bazara, really the requirement of Reayon is showing your face. To Chol Emas to Asi, and as long as you show up, Lotzarech Asuya, even if you don't bring an animal, all is well. But Reish Lakish Amar, no, Reias Panim is really Bikorban. It's nice that you're showing up, but you should really be there with an animal. To Chol Emas to Asi, that as long as you show up, you also have to bring an animal. So this is the machlokes, a hakira of sorts between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. Do we say that when one shows up for Yerei'a that they should come on their own, even without an animal? Or are they obligated to come without an animal? And those shitas are respectively Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish. The Gemara now poses three questions in a row, and all of them have the same two-word answer, very simple. And uh, all of them are questions between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that you can show up without a korban. So says the Gemara a third of the way down on Zion and Aleph Eisve. Reish Lakish le Rav Yochanan. Reish Lakish quotes a brisa. It says that you're not supposed to show up empty-handed to the Beis Hamikdash. So how can you, Rav Yochanan, say? How can you say that the mitzvah of Re Ayon is to show up even without a korban? Hare the pasuk says a third of the way down on Zion the Medalef. It says Velo Yerufa Come, you can't show up empty-handed. Amar Le Rav Yochanan says back to Reish Lakish. Don't worry. Beikar Haregel. That pasuk which says that you can't show up empty-handed. That's talking about on the first day. Don't show up empty-handed. Of course, come with a korban of the Olasri on day one of the Chag. You've totally missed all the clues. That's the day we bring the korban. So if you're going to show up on Iker HaRegel on day one, bring a korban. That's what the Pasuk means. However, for the rest of the days, Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion that you can show up without a korban. No problem at all. No guilt. You did a fine job. That's question and answer number one. Question and answer number two. Eisvei, another question. Same Pasuk, but with much more of a drasha. This is a brisa. And what does the brisa say about this Pasuk? You can't show up empty-handed. What must you bring? Says the Gemara, Bizvachim. You must bring korbanos. You must bring animals. Says the Gemara, Ata Umr Bizvachim. You're saying that we need to bring Zvachim. Maybe we should say that when the Pasuk says, that it's not talking about Zvachim, but it maybe it's talking about birds or it's talking about flower, flower gifts. Says the Gemara, that's not logical. Vidinhu, it has to only be logical that it's talking about Zvachim or animals. How so? Nem Racha we know that the Shalmei Chagiga has to be brought by a regular person. And we know that the Olas Ri'ia has to go up to Hashem. Says the Gemara, Just like the Shalmei Chagiga, which a person is obligated to bring, is not done in birds and not done with flour, with uh, Ophos and Menachos, that is done with Zvachim. Afri'ia must also be that the Shalmei Ri'ia Ha'amura Legabe Zvachim. It must also be talking about the Olas Ri'ia that is also with Zvachim. And therefore, we should assume that one is obligated to bring Zvachim. And before we conclude the Brisa, the Brisa adds as follows. Umahin Zvachim. Which Zvachim are we talking about? We're talking about Olos, the black on white. We're, tra- we're asking Akasha against Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that when we say that there's no shear by Re'ayon, that that means that you're allowed to show up even without a korban, no problem at all. But this brisa is extensive and it's very clear and it has logic to it. It's got a lot of features to it to assume that you should bring Zvachim. But we're still not done. The brisa continues still more. We're halfway down on Zayin Amaralev. Ata Omer Olos, Oeno Elashlamim. You're saying that maybe the Zvachim that are referred to here in the Pasuk of Aloya of 
that that's referring to olos, maybe, so says the Gemara, it's logical to assume that maybe it's shlamim. Why? We know that when it comes to the shalmei chagiga, that that's a commandment for the simple person, for the average Jew. Uh, and we also know that by Gavo, we have to bring the just like the Korban Chagiga, when a person brings it, it has to be Ra'uilo, it has to be fitting for him, namely it has to be fitting for him to eat. An Olas Ra'iya is not edible. So it has to be that we're talking about Shlamim, because that's Shalmei Chagiga, that's edible Ra'uilo. Even the Olas Ra'iya has to be something that can be both for Hashem and for a person. This is also logical. You need half and half. Half of the korban should go to you, and half of the korban should go to Hashem. Not literally half, but pieces go to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and, and some of the meat goes to people. Anyways, the short version of this very long b'risa is to say that it's not just a pasuk of lo yochanan for you to say, don't worry, we're only talking about day one. It's a whole extensive b'risa with multiple layers indicating with clarity that we're obligated to bring a korban on uh, on the moed. So it says the Gemara, same answer as before, Amar Good, but we're not talking about the rest of the Moed. We're only talking about day one. Same answer as before. And as if Reish Lakish was not willing to get the message, he asks a third question and for some reason doesn't anticipate the same exact answer. <laughs> Says the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, Eisve, there should be extra words here. It should be Reish Lakish the Rabbi Yochanan. Eisve, Reish Lakish the Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, There are three times a year that the Jews are obligated to go up to, to do Aliyah Regal. That's part one of the b'risa. That's well known. You should not show up in half of a group. We'll analyze this later today at the bottom of the page. You shouldn't show up empty-handed. So this is really just strange. Why is Reish Lakish asking the same exact question with the same exact verse three times? The only thing I could think of is he asked all three of them at once. And even though the Gemara presents these answers in, in sequence, right? Question one, answer one, question. Maybe he asked them all at the same time in Sheer. And then only later did he find out the answer is that it's talking, uh, like it says here, three lines before the wide lines. Amar Lei, Rav Yochanan says, back to Reish Lakish with finality, Be'ikar HaRegel. Stop asking me this question. We're only talking about Be'ikar HaRegel on day one. You're, that's the day when you're obligated to bring a korban on Moskim. That's the day where you and I agree. Where we disagree is that on days two through whatever the end of the Chag is. There, says Rabbi Yochanan, you don't need to bring a korban. You can show up even without. Then the tables turn and Rabbi Yochanan asks a question to Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan's question is so good that it undoes everything we've assumed so far. Uh, I don't understand. The Pasuk says, and it's read as, as you are, as I see you. Just like you can show, I, I HaKadosh Baruch Hu, can be Bechinam, like I don't have anything to bring with me. You guys can show up like me, come without animals. So how can you, Reish Lakish, say that the mitzvah of Re'i is to bring a korban? Hare, the Pasuk has a drasha, that just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu is Bechinam, he comes by himself without any extras, without animals. You can do the same, show up, I just want to see you. It's like the affection of a parent to a child, that even when the child, but I still want to see you. Come sit at the table, come spend time with me, come out, come for coffee, come for hot chocolate. This says the Gemara, says Rav Yochanan to Reish Lakish, I don't understand your shita klaluchla. And therefore, even though at the top of the page we had po- posited a machlokes that existed only in the realms 
of Moed, not the Ikaregal, not day one, but on subsequent days, that's where they had a Machlokas. But the, the Gemara can't substantiate that anymore because re, the Shita of Reish Lakish has no legs to stand on. Because after all, we see with clarity from this drasha that no animal is required. So therefore, says the Gemara, on the last short line, three-fourths of the way down, a whole new approach <clears throat> to understanding the Machlokas, Reish Lakish and Rav Yochanan. Ella says the Gemara as follows. When the person shows up, but he doesn't bring animals, everyone agrees, go into the Azara, show your face, and you can walk out unscathed. You've done nothing wrong. You've done Ratzon Hashem. You've done your job. Where's the Machlokas, Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish? That's where you showed up with an animal. What's the Machlokas? Rabbi Yochanan, according to Rabbi Yochanan, according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that when we say Re'ayon, it means you need to show your face in the Azara. So then Re'ayas Panim Hudayin Lashir, that when the Mishnah from Masechus Peah that we started with on the bottom and top of the, this Amud, when it says that there's Ein Lashir, that's talking about Re'ayas Panim Hudayin Lashir. the Korban, however, by inference, it seems to be that as it relates to the Korban of Olas Re'ayah, Yesh Lashir. That's the sheet of Rav Yochanan. However, Re'ayas Lakishama Re'ayas Panim Bekorban, he holds that when it says Re'ayon in the Mishnah, that it's talking about that even the korbanos don't have a shear. This is the machlokes, Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish. The Gemara asks a question on this Eisve. The Pasuk says in Sefer Mishle, Hukar raglecha mi beis reyecha. Hukar, uh, it's a very hard word, to, normally the word hukar from the word yakar. But if you look in the Targum in Mishle, it says, mi besa, like get out of my house, get away from my house. In other words, the way that the Gemara is understanding this based on that Targum is get your korbanos out of my house. So how can it be that you're obligated to bring a korban and at the same time I'm kicking you out of my house? Says the Gemara, there's different types of korbanos. I don't want you to bring chatos v'ashamos. That means you messed up. I don't want you to bring those korbanos. Kid Rabbi Levi. What does Rabbi Levi say? Ten lines from the bottom. Rabbi Levi, Rami Ksiv. He had two psukim that did not make sense with one another. One was the one we just read. Please get your korbanos out of my house. It also says, that I will enter your house with korbanos ola. So it says the Gemara, how did we answer Rabbi Levi's contradiction in psukim? It depends. The korbanos that are brought about because of your errors. Hashem says, I don't want that to happen. I don't want you to make a mistake. We say this to our kids all the time. We don't want to punish you. We, we don't. That's a last resort. We want you to do what's right. That's what Hashem says to us. We don't want you to make a mistake. Hashem says, I believe in you. I'm your coach. I want you to succeed. Okay, if you mess up, sometimes you need a potch, but, but we don't want that. That's not ideal. I don't want you to bring korbanos chatos v'ashamos. That's the pasuk of hukar. That's the pasuk of get your korbanos out of here. But kan be'olos shlamim. that a Kodesh Baruch who greets with open arms of avo ve'ischa be'olos, that's appropriate. And Tanya Namiyachi, the Brisa, agrees with her blavi's distinction of hukar that pasuk which says get out of my house that's talking about the korbanos Hashem wishes that you were not in this house to bring these korbanos however <clears throat> the other psukim are not that way maybe we should say this pasuk is saying that we shouldn't even bring korbanos of olos v'shlamim that can't be says the Gemara four lines from the bottom when the pasuk says that I will enter your house with olos and I will pay my commitments to you that part of the pasuk that pasuk is obviously talking about something positive not the chatos and the and the ashamos but rather the olos v'shlamim the bris 
Misa concludes, what then is meant by saying that we should get out of Hashem's house? That's talking about So therefore we concluded that there is no machlokas in the, between Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish in regards to going to the Beis HaMikdash without a korban. That's for sure allowed in, and a mitzvah seemingly. The only machlokas is whether or not there is actually a shear by the korban olas re'iyah. That is a machlokas in the, um, in the Amorim. At the next two dots, uh, we had mentioned a line in passing in a brisa that we tried to use to explain one of our shitas uh, earlier. And the Gemara says that the two dots, second line from the bottom, Be'inir and Chatzayin, you shouldn't show up halfway. So Sabar of Yosef Lumemar, he thought, you know what, maybe it means the following. If somebody has 10 sons, It's not appropriate, says the Gemara, to travel five, to, five kids today and five kids tomorrow. That's what the din means. Don't go Chatzayin. Don't only bring half your kids. Says the Gemara, that's that's ridiculous. It can't be that that's what the that that's what the that's what the Gemara is coming to preclude. Of course, you can't show up that way. Why? Top of Zion and Bebez. I'm Pshita. I don't need anyone to teach me that. Which five should be the sinners and show up tomorrow? The reason. If you have this number of kids, you got you know whatever the number is. You bring half today, half tomorrow. You can't choose to bring a bunch of them tomorrow. They're late. You can't do that. You can't do that. That can't be the din of uh, not showing up chatzayin. So it says the Gemara, what does it mean not to show up chatzayin? So it says the Gemara, it means that everyone who can be there should be there. <coughs> and those who can't be there should not be there. What are we coming to exclude? That we saw already. Remember, this is a person who collects manure and dog droppings, which was used as part of the tanning process. This is a person who um, um, who dis, uh, cleans metal. Sorry, um, his metal is he does uh, uh, smelt, smelting. He's melting uh, metals. The Haborsi, someone who does tanning, it smells terrible. They're all Pterminaria. No one can stand to be around them. I drove carpool today after basketball practice. Hashem Yerachim, we pumped down the windows. Could barely breathe in the car. They're putter from Ola, from Olasriya. All three of them. I said, have a nice day, go take a shower. Everyone as they got out of the car. Goodbye, you stink. So if these people can't get the stench off of them, they're literally putter from Olas Re'iyah. That's what the Gemara is coming to remind us about. Shana'emar, as the Pasuk says, only people who are eligible. But if you can't get rid of the stench, no, that's not what it means. It means it's, a, it's an irritant. That's a quick shower. Yeah, that's easy. They, that base of Merchat's all over the base of Mikdash. And you anyways would have had to go to the Mikvah. I'm sure that's where, I mean, all the archaeology, they found all these Mikvahs all over the place around, around Harabai. So everyone would, I mean, unless there's no reason that you'd be tummy, it's hard to say. You know, there's zero risk. I don't know how it worked. I presume everybody went to the Mikvah. Yeah, it's going on the road. What? All right, we'll get there. I've never learned this. So you'll let me know when we get there. Beautiful. New Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Olos When you're bringing a korban ola on the moed on the holiday, that has to come from chulin. We'll learn why. And the Gemara has to come from deconsecrated funds, your regular bank account. Shlamin, the korban shlamin can be brought from miser, from your tithes. Really, miser sheni is what's being spoken about here, um, uh, as uh, Rashi indicates. Um, Rashi doesn't indicate, but that is what's going on. It's talking about Meister Shane. Next part of the Mishnah, we're about uh, 12 lines down. Yom Tov Harishon Shal Pesach, on the first day of the holiday of Passover, Beishamai Omer Minachul, and that first day has to be from Chulin only, has to be from deconsecrated funds of Beishel Omer Minachul. Next, Yisrael Yotin Yedechavasan, regular Jews can fulfill their obligations of these korbanos, Binadarmu Nedavos, with voluntary offerings, Uva Meister Behema. And with animals that were brought as Meister Behema, you can be Yotze, your obligation of 
um, of Olas Re'iyah. V'akohanim, what about Kohanim? Kohanim, like they're, they're kind of busy, right? It's your Mishmar where you have to bring your own Korban. No, they can be Yotze with the meat of Bechatos, V'ashamos, V'bechor, V'chazeh, V'shok. These different animals, different Korbanos, they can be Yotze. Aval, it has to actually be meat. And Simcha Lebebasar, Aval, Lo Be'ofos, V'lo Be'menachos. Good. Says the Gemara, hold on one second. Our Mishnah leaves room for an implication. Our Mishnah had said that when you bring a korban ola on the moed, that it has to come from chulen, from deconsecrated funds, from the regular checking account. What's implied? Forget about chulen moed, but on yom tov, it seems to then be by implication that it could be mina meiser. Says the Gemara, that can't be. Amai, why would that be true? It's a davar shebechovahi. Whether or not the korban is on chola moed, the olas riyah, if it's on chola moed or yantiv, doesn't matter. It's still davar shebechovah. The chol davar shebechovah ain't oba elamina chulim. So you can't say by implication that on yomta, when you bring the olas riyah, that can be from Meister. That's not true. It's just not correct. You're, you're, you made a diuk, but your diuk is wrong. Not every diuk is meant to be made. You know, it's like those people who like ask on the mashal. Stop asking on the mashal. Like there's not, not everything was left for, for inference. So the fact that it says in our Mishnah that the Ola has to be from Mechulin during Cholamoy is not meant to imply that on Yom Tov that you can use Meiser. That's not correct. The Chitayman, even if you want to say a Kamash Malan, the Olos B'moed Baos, the Yom Tov Einan Baos, if you want to say that it therefore means that we don't even bring the Ola on Yom Tov at all, that that, if you want to say that that's a possibility and therefore the inference has no latitude at all, instead of saying that the Ola is brought with money from Meiser, you'd say it's only brought on Cholamoid and not on the first day of, of, of Yom Tov. That's not possible either because Keman, who holds that way, that is a sheet of Beishamai, who we don't hold like Beishamai. Says the Gemara halfway down, Zayin of Beis, it's not what is Beishamai shita? Beishamai or Mavi and Shlam and Vein, and you bring the, the Shalmei Chagiga and you do not do Smicha. Aval lo olos, but there's no olos that are brought on Yom Tov. So that works out nicely. Kaftor Beferach, if only we held like Beishamai, which we don't. Who do we hold like Beisilo? We do bring both korbanos. We bring the shalmei chagiga. We bring the olas riyah, and we do smicha. So says the Gemara. The implication of the Gemara of our Mishnah is is schwer. It's very difficult to understand what how the implication would work. So therefore, the Gemara responds two thirds of the way down. Really, this is how we should read our Mishnah. And if you kind of scan back and forth as we read this next little section to our Mishnah, you'll see just an added richness to our Mishnah that makes it clear. Really, Olos, Nadarmunadavos, Bemoid Bos. When you're bringing an Ola that's voluntary, either form of voluntary, voluntary which is Nadarmunadavos, and you're brought it on Cholamoid Bos, no problem. But be Yom Tov Einan Bos. And Yom Tov, you can't bring an Ola from Nadarmunadavos. You can bring it from other animals. But you can't bring it from the Daramuna Davos. That's how Basil still makes sense. The Olas Re'ia, when it comes to the Olas Re'ia, and it still would be brought on Yom Tov itself. And when in fact it's brought, and everything works out beautifully within the frame of Basil, ignoring the Shita of Beishamai altogether. Let's continue our reinterpretation of the Mishnah of this Chasurim Mechsura. Says the Gemara three fourths of the way down. When it comes to the Shalmei Chagiga, that can even come from Meiser. And the Shalmei Chagiga that's brought on the first day of Passover, that is a machlokas beishamai omer minachul and beisel omer minameiser. That's an, an end of our reinterpretation of the Gemara, of, of our Mishnah, and it works out beautifully because, in fact, the Gemara says Tanya Namihachi. We have a brayse that supports this idea. Olos nedarimunedavos. It's going to say the same thing that we just learned. When it comes to an ola that's being brought from a voluntary korban, b'moed bos b'yom tov enan bos b'olas riyah ba afilu b'yom tov. Same exact shita that we saw, which matches and aligns with Beis Hillel 
perfectly. And that is that an Ola can be brought Nadarim Nadavos during Chol HaMoed. But in Yom Tov, you cannot use Nadarim Nadavos for an Ola, but the regular Ola can be brought with a regular dedicated animal, no problem. When it is brought in a Ba'el and that animal, that Ola Sriya has to be brought from Chulin. What about Shalmei Chagiga? Shalmei Chagiga, good. And then the last in um, of this uh, of this brisa to support our new understanding of our mission is that when it comes to the first korban of the first day of Pesach, so that's really not today's sugi about the Yom Tovishon Shal Pesach. We really have been focusing exclusively on the Olas Re'iyah and the way that we would then read our Mishnah is like Beis Hillel, which is that yes, absolutely, you are obligated to bring an Ola even on the first day, it has to be from Chulin, and you can even be Yotze through Nadarma and Nadavos, but not, not on the first day. Adam. Nadarma and Nadavos cannot be brought on the first day for an Ola, only on later days. One last little knech the Gemara asks, and then we'll wrap up at the top of the next Amud. Says the Gemara, Why is it that the Brisa dug in about Yom Tov Rishon only of Pesach? We're talking about an Ola Sreiya that applies to all of the three of the Shalosh Regalim. Why did the Gemara highlight? Why did the Gemara highlight Pesach when there were two other perfectly viable options? Say nothing or say all three. But why, it's like, in, why do we only say Magen Abraham and not uh, Magen? Uh, there's a reason. There's a reason. So says the Gemara, why did you pick out Pesach? What's so special? It says the Gemara, Amar Avashi, two lines from the bottom on Zayin Amid Beis Kamash Malon, Chagiga is Chamisha Asarin. That when you bring the Korban Chagiga on the 15th, yes, that's obligatory. But Chagiga Sarba Sarlo. When it comes to the Chagiga that's brought on the 14th, that is not as obligatory. What is this talking about? What Chagiga are we referring to? Take a look at Rashi, two lines from the bottom. Rashi says, The reason why the Mishnah uh, specifically selected Pesach to, to refer to is as follows. On Arab Pesach, sometimes it happens that you have Chagiga Acheres, that you have to bring an extra animal. Why? When you have a lot of people who are there for the meal, and they brought a Korban but because there wasn't enough meat. The Korban Pesach was already brought. But there literally wasn't enough basar, they had to bring another animal. So it says Rashi, so that when they got to the Korban Pesach, they were already full. Oh, and what is our Mishnah indicating? What's our Brisa indicating by focusing on Pesach? That when we're talking about the extra animal that's being brought prior to the eating of the Korban Pesach, so that the Korban Pesach is eaten while you're full, that is only true uh, on the 15th. The, the Korban on the 15th is different than that Korban, the extra Korban on the 14th. And the Gemara concludes with this cryptic line. We're not going to focus on it now. Alma, on the top of Chesim and Aleph, Alma Kasavar, it therefore seems from the Gemara that we, that Ravashi is of the opinion that Chagigas are Ba'as are Lav de Oraisa, that when one shechts an extra Korban Chagigas, so that when they eat the Korban Pesach, their Nechel Alasova, that that is not a Din de Oraisa, and at most it's a Din de Rabbana. We'll stop right here at the top of and Aleph. Mir Hashem will pick up tomorrow night with a blot and a half and then another blot and a half on Shabbos. Wishing you all a beautiful night.